Hello everyone, this is Tiffany with Shining Light Ministries. Glad to be back to serve the Lord with you all again today in the Beacon. Stay tuned, we're going to read John chapter 6. Welcome back, everyone. Like I said, we're going to read John chapter 6 today in the Beacon, where we read one chapter of the Bible a day. So please get in that spot where it's just you and the Father, where you can concentrate on Him and really get to know His heart through reading the Word of God, okay? Let's begin by first inviting the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Have your way in each and every one of us. Give us a new and fresh anointing for this day, for this night, for this evening, this afternoon, whatever it is for each and every one of us personally. That being said, give us a personal word through the revelation of the word of God in John chapter 6, showing us how it applies to our own personal lives and our collective lives with our family, with our friends, and just anyone who is surrounding us, uh, whether we know them through work or we don't know them at all, just when we go into the community, give us something personal for each and every one of us so that it trickles out and affects us as a community. We want you to have your way. We choose not to quench you. We don't mind if we have to be like Ezekiel and do some weird things for the Lord. We just want to obey. We just want you to have your way. Holy Spirit, do it. In Jesus' name, we pray, ask, and believe, and thank. Amen. I'm going to read John chapter 6 from the New Living Translation. Of course, whatever translation you have or you prefer, you go with that. However the Holy Spirit ministers to you, you use that. Again, this is John chapter 6. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. After this... Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went, because they saw his miraculous signs as he healed the sick. Then Jesus climbed a hill and sat down with his disciples around him. It was nearly time for the Jewish Passover celebration. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, Where can we buy bread to feed all these people? He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. Philip replied, Even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? Tell everyone to sit down, Jesus said. So they all sat down on the grassy slopes. The men alone numbered about 5,000. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them to the people. Afterward, he did the same with the fish, and they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, Now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled twelve baskets with scraps left by the people 
were eaten from the five barley loaves. When the people saw him do this miraculous sign, they exclaimed, Surely he is the prophet we have been expecting. When Jesus saw that they were ready to force him to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. That evening, Jesus' disciples went down to the shore to wait for him. But as the darkness fell and Jesus still hadn't come back, they got into the boat and headed across the lake toward Capernaum. Soon a gale swept down upon them, and the sea grew very rough. They had rowed three or four miles when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat. They were terrified, but he called out to them, Don't be afraid, I am here. Then they were eager to let him in the boat, and immediately they arrived at their destination. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciples had taken the only boat and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. Several boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understand the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. They replied, We want to perform God's works too. What should we do? Jesus told them, This is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. They answered, Show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. What can you do? After all, our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. The scriptures say, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My father did. And now he has offers Now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and give his life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of all of those he has given me, but that I should raise him up at the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Then the people 
began to murmur, murmur in disagreement because he had said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and mother. How can he say, I came down from heaven? But Jesus replied, Stop complaining about what I said, for no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me, and at the last day I will raise them up. As it is written in the scriptures, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has ever seen the Father, only I who was sent from God have seen him. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they all died. Anyone who eats the bread from heaven, however, will not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And this bread, which I offer so the world may live, is my flesh. Then the people began arguing with each other about what he meant. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? They asked. So Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. I live because of the living Father who sent me in the same way. Anyone who feeds on me will live because of me. I am the true bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will not die as your ancestors did, even though they ate manna, but will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. Many of his disciples said, This is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? Jesus was aware that his disciples were complaining, so he said to them, Does this offend you? Then what will you think if you see the Son of Man ascend to heaven again? The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing, and the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you do not believe me, for Jesus knew from the beginning which ones didn't believe, and he knew who would betray him. Then he said, This is why I said that people can't come to me unless the Father gives them to me. At this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Then Jesus turned to the twelve and asked, Are you also going to leave? Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe, and we know you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus said, I chose the twelve of you, but one is a devil. He was speaking of Judas, 
son, son of Simon Iscariot, one of the twelve who would later betray him. And that is John chapter 6 from the New Living Translation. All right. So let's jump right on in to our torch lighters. Okay. Let's examine what we just read. Some of those things. Verses 5 through 7. Look at that closely. If Jesus already intended to provide for the crowd, what was the point of Jesus testing Philip? I'll say that again. Examine verses 5 through 7. If Jesus already intended to provide for the crowd, what was the point of testing Philip? Now, did Philip pass the test? Did he pass the test? And then let's look at our own lives. Are you doing as Philip in any area of your life? All right. And our next torch lighter, you know, the next thing that we try to focus on. Before Jesus distributed the loaves, he acknowledged God first. He did the same before he passed out the fish. Now, what did Jesus demonstrate for us in this action? And does Jesus acknowledging, acknowledging the Father solidify verse 6? Okay. Again, I'll say that one more time. Before Jesus distributed the loaves or passed out the loaves, he acknowledged God first. He did the same thing before he passed out the fish. So what did Jesus demonstrate for us in this action? And does Jesus acknowledging the Father solidify verse 6 and how? All right, and our last torch lighter for today. Highlight verse 27 in your Bible or your Bible app. Highlight that verse. All right, read it and then read it again. What does Jesus reveal to us that our focus or the focus of our time, you know, or what our time in life should be centered on? Okay, highlight verse 27 in your Bible or your Bible app. And what does Jesus tell us to focus our time on? Or that our lives or time should be focused on or who. Right? Okay. Well, that's it for our torch lighter. So that means that is it for the beacon today where we did John chapter 6. You know, the Bible never ceases to amaze me. Jesus gives us clear and precise examples on how to live and what the focal point of our lives should be on. And that's him. How I absolutely love Jesus. I really do. And how I love to serve the Father with you. All right. Well, that is going to conclude the beacon for today. That means John chapter 7 will be next in the beacon. So you'll have to tune back in for that. I'll invite you all to prayer. So if you need prayer for anything at all, it doesn't matter what it is, leave it in the comments. Please pray for me and I will definitely lift you up in prayer and it allows for the community to lift you up as well, creating a real circle of prayer. We are strengthened by prayer and there's power when we pray together, okay? 
If you want to be more detailed, go ahead, email me at shininglightmen at outlook.com. Again, that's shininglightmen, M-I-N, at outlook.com, and I'll be glad to lift you up there as well. You can also follow me on Instagram at shininglightministries3. You can like my Facebook page at symbol shining light men, M-I-N. Again, that's the at symbol shining light men, M-I-N. Feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Shining Light Ministries. Go ahead and click the little bell so that you can be notified when there are new things uploaded. Like I said, John chapter 7 will be next in the beacon. So you'll have to tune back in for that. You all be and stay Blessed.